Tomorrow's World Magazine, July 2021 issue. Personal, Say Goodbye to Mum and Dad by Gerald Weston, read by William Williams. Article begins. To quote British journalist and TV personality Pierce Morgan, Has the world gone nuts? So it would seem, but sadly there is more to it than that. A planned agenda behind the nuttiness. We need to understand the big picture of what is happening, because as much as I try to show the positive side of things in these columns, our world is hurtling towards destruction at warp speed. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and this is shown in the pages of the Bible, but that same source reveals that mankind will first come to the brink of total destruction. Matthew chapter 24, verses 21 and 22. Our world is being set up for that destruction even as you read this, and the end is not far off. We cannot know every twist and turn, nor the exact timing, but we do know the big picture as revealed in that book of all books. This big picture, contained in biblical prophecy, is something we have proclaimed for decades, but even though we know our world will continue in a downward spiral, it is still painful to watch. Our Australasian regional director, Mr. Rob Tyler, recently sent me a link to an article from the Daily Mail with this headline, quote, Melbourne schools are urged to stop saying mum or dad in a push to be more gender inclusive, end quote. Can anything be nuttier than that? Where did we come from? Try as they might, we still need an egg from a biological female and a sperm cell from a biological male. That's science, something we hear a lot about these days. Disgustingly, even so-called science, quote-unquote, has become a political club for beating one's opponents into submission. Subhead. Why the Biblical Family Matters. What appears to be a world going insane is the handiwork of social revolutionaries who operate strategically. They are masters of changing societal behavior through a variety of means, especially through the use of language. As I have written before, in the mid-1960s I was working my way through college, earning my tuition and expenses as a janitor. One day I was told that we were no longer called janitors. We were now called custodians, but nothing else had changed. I was still cleaning toilets and urinals and washing windows. As innocent as it seemed, the change was part of a larger push to alter our thinking on numerous fronts. Housewives became homemakers, later to become domestic engineers but eventually staying home to take care of the family under any label was frowned upon. It's amazing that in a world priding itself on making everyone feel good, these wives and mothers are derided. But should that surprise us? Inclusion, quote-unquote, almost never includes biblical values. While they wrap themselves in the mantle of care and concern, that is not the end game for these social revolutionaries, whether they realize it or not. The real game in altering language is that of normalizing abnormal choices. Homosexual became gay, and anyone who disagreed with that lifestyle was styled homophobic, quote-unquote, a lie now firmly embedded in our culture. While some few may be phobic of homosexual activity, most simply disagree with it and see danger for a nation that embraces it. We have been subtly taught to refer to one's live-in of the opposite gender itself now a concept under attack, as a partner, quote-unquote, or significant other, quote-unquote, rather than a spouse, husband, or wife. The idea is to normalize non-marital couplings, 
an effort that has proven very successful. Now we are asked to replace mother and father with the neutral parent. Why? What do these social engineers want? In the words of former UCLA psychiatrist Miriam Grossman, quote, their goal is an androgynous culture where the differences between male and female are discounted or denied, and the bond between them is robbed of singularity, end quote. From the book Unprotected, introductory page 21. Not only do they seek to blur the differences between male and female, they want to do away with any semblance of sexual order. Girls now want to become boys, and vice versa. But that makes no sense, because the very terms boy and girl are under attack. Indeed, practically no aspect of our individuality is not under attack, accused of offending some new attempt at social engineering. Some have wondered why we at Tomorrow's World talk so much about the LGBTQIA movement. The reason is simple. Our Creator is working out a plan, and family is central to that plan. The prayer outline Jesus gave his disciples begins by addressing God as our Father, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Christians are called sons of God, children of God, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. This passage continues, For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Verses 20 to 22. Yes, we have the potential of being born into the family of God, the human marriage relationship is likened to the relationship between Christ in the role of the husband and the church in the role of his wife. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh and of his bones. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That is quoting Genesis. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 29 through 32. The book of Revelation looks into the future when the church will be married to Christ. Revelation chapter 19, verses 6 through 9. This is not describing a polygamous relationship. Rather, the church as a whole will fulfill for Christ the supporting role of a wife in the kingdom of God. Subhead, resist the God of this age. Male, female, marriage, family, these are not only important but essential to fulfilling the purpose for which we were created. Yet there is a powerful spirit being who hates what God is doing, who enlists spiritually blind human beings in his attempt to thwart God's plan for mankind. The Bible refers to this rebellious being as the God of this age, who blinds people's minds to the truth of the great potential given to us. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. No wonder Jesus three times referred to this spirit as the ruler of this world. John chapter 12, verse 31, chapter 14, verse 30, and chapter 16, verse 11. He is also called the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. We at tomorrow's world understand biblical prophecy and know where these social trends are heading. Straight for our children and grandchildren, as seen by the aforementioned news out of Melbourne. What our children absorb today will become the norm in a very few years as they become indoctrinated adults. Just imagine this next generation growing up 
without referring to mom and dad. The Bible tells us that the end of this age will be like the days of Noah, Luke chapter 17, verses 26 and 27, a time when mankind was filled with violence, and every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 and 11. Furthermore, the time of the end is compared to the ancient city of Sodom, which was known for sexual promiscuity and perversion. Luke chapter 17, verses 28 and 29. Genesis chapter 19. Isaiah warns, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. Yes, the world has gone insane, and there are both physical and spirit beings behind the nuttiness we see. Keep reading Tomorrow's World magazine for more understanding of what is ahead. End of article. How your subscription has been paid. Tomorrow's World has no subscription price. It is made possible by the tithes and offerings of Living Church of God members and by others who have chosen to become co-workers in proclaiming Christ's true gospel to all nations. Donations are gratefully acknowledged and may be tax-deductible.